Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. First, let's hear about the latest uh, from the police investigation. As we uh, just mentioned, three men have been arrested in connection with the attempted murder of DCI John Coldwell, who is uh, at the moment fighting for his life in hospital. The Gore, the commissioner, has today said it's a very sombre day for everyone involved in policing on this island. Drew Harris was speaking at the meeting of the policing authority in Dublin earlier today. Our thoughts are with John and with his family, um, but in a practical sense, as a policing service, which is neighbouring PSNI, we have provided and assured PSNI of every assistance in terms of what operationally we can do to assist them, both in terms of uh, the uh, investigation, but also then the ongoing operations that are being conducted. We reacted quickly in terms of providing very strong presence in the border area, uh, and that has carried on throughout the day. And uh, I've personally assured uh, the Chief Constable of our ongoing support, and indeed we will keep pace uh, with, our, with whatever requirements uh, that they would make of us, as well as obviously conducting our own inquiries as well. And that is the Gore, the Commissioner, uh, Drew Harris, speaking a short time ago. The three men that have been arrested uh, in connection with the attempted murder of uh, off-duty police police officer, uh, Detective Chief Inspector John Caldwell. Um, Well, the the, the investigation is ongoing following those arrests. Uh, He was hit multiple times by two gunmen after coaching an under-15 football session at the youth centre the Youth Sports Centre on the uh, Kilclaher Road and police said he was with his son, as we heard, putting balls in the boot of his car when he was shot. Uh, He remains in a critical but a stable condition. That's the latest we have on his uh, condition from hospital. I'm joined now by Tim Shields, who's a head coach at Oma Harriers Club. Uh, Tim, you're very welcome to the programme. You were training uh, at the youth club in Oma last night when the shooting occurred. Um, Tell us what you saw or heard. So the event last night happened just as my group of athletes were beginning to finish up their warm-up. Um, so just very tragic. It was chaos um, unfolded at the track. If you can imagine at that particular time of the evening, there's a number of parents coming to pick up their children. It's kind of a, a transition phase at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. where the track is being passed on to another group. So you've got multiple groups coming and going all at the same time. So when the when the shots were fired, everyone went into panic. Children were running everywhere. And um, John, after he was shot, stumbled up onto the track. And he was met by some athletes from Omar Horrors who I'm believe the first day that they administered to him on the track has have potentially saved his life my goodness and you've been in touch with your your teammates uh today tim how are they how are they having witnessed all they did i think for everyone that i've spoken to today there is a huge just sense of shock first of all that something like this would happen in a place like youth sport when Sean and his team created Youth Sport, the funding that they got from the European Union and various different things, it was created as a sports hub for young people to come where socioeconomic background, political views wouldn't matter. 
And to have something like this happen in that space feels like a slap in the face to the centre itself. The history of the legacy of what happened with the bomb here, like why again are we revisiting these types of emotions? So there's anger, there's shock, and I think a sense of relief as well that nothing more sinister had happened with the number of people that were there. My assistant coach, Peter Gormley, his car was hit with bullets. Um, and that man's there just to coach athletics. We, we shouldn't be you know, subjected to these things. So these are the types of things that people were expressing today, the type of emotion that I was, uh, was hearing today. So anger um, and relief marred with shock. And in a way, uh, the youth club there, Tim, is is the embodiment or the symbol that of all the progress that has been made in uh, in the north or Northern Ireland since the Good yeah. Friday Agreement. And I mean, uh, to to make the point, uh, all of the young people there would have no recollection of the bad old days. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Um, none of them would be in any way have any sense of memory. What's it like to hear gunfire or an explosion or, you know, any of the the things that some of us hear a little bit more in yeah. in, in the years would would have. It was just such, just such a shock. Such a shock indeed. Come here, uh, DCI uh, John Caldwell is in critical condition in yes. hospital, as far as we know. I'm sure everybody at the club there yeah. are, are thinking of him uh, and are praying yeah. for him. Um, Absolutely. Look at uh, Tim Shields. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, uh, and I wish you and all your members there in the club the very best uh, as as you recoup from the the shock that you had last night. Thank you for joining us on the program. Um, we're joined as well by Rebecca Black, reporter for the Press Association in Ireland. Um, you're just back. You're very welcome, Rebecca. You're just back from Stormont, uh, where Michelle O'Neill and Jeffrey Donaldson have just made statements uh, about this. What did they say? Um, yeah, it was. It's been very striking, really, since last night when the news broke. Just the just the level of condemnation and anger and shock being expressed across the political divide, across Ireland, across the UK. It really has been absolutely universal outrage. Um, Michelle O'Neill sort of um, summed it up earlier when she spoke to reporters at Stormont when um, she described this attack on this police officer as an attack on the peace process. Of course, the Good Friday Agreement has its 25th anniversary coming up just in April, and she's making the point, you know, we should be celebrating 25 years of the peace process, and this should be something we're proud of. What? Yet instead, you've got these people who are off attacking the peace process, trying to kill a, a, a police officer who was in a spare time coaching children playing football and contributing to to the community. I believe Geoffrey Donaldson of the DUP was challenged uh, that the power vacuum with the Assembly is adding to an environment for for this type of activity. Yes, I mean, Stormont has been unable to function for a year now, obviously because of the DUP's protest action over the Northern Ireland Protocol. They're refusing to take part, which really has just left us in political groundhog day for a year but um sir jeffrey was very adamant that you know this was absolutely nothing to do with the with the political vacuum he said he believed it was a very carefully targeted attack and um it's it's the latest thing that we've seen from dissident republicans in recent times uh, i suppose just a couple of months ago there was an attempt to kill two police officers in straban which isn't that far away mm-hmm. 
what about the investigation? We know three people have been arrested um, in connection with the, the attempted murder of DCI Caldwell. Is there any update since, uh, Rebecca? Um, no, uh, we heard earlier from the Chief Constable about these arrests. So they were made in County Tyrone. Um, they were made today and obviously it's very quick work. So all we can do, they were arrested under the Terrorism Act. So they're being questioned at the minute in Belfast. So all we can do is um, wait to see if they're charged or if they're maybe released on bail pending further investigation. Okay. And um, Jeffrey Donaldson then everyone's going to be keeping a very close eye on that because there's definitely a very strong appetite for you know, them to be taken off the streets. And John Caldwell, finally, the, the, the latest line that we have, you can, you can confirm if it's the same for you, is that he uh, is critical but, but in a stable condition. Yes, yes, that's what, that's what we heard from the Chief Constable earlier. And then just about an hour ago, Jeffrey Donaldson, who had been speaking to the Chief Constable himself this afternoon, said he understands that um, John Caldwell very seriously ill in hospital in Derry and um, I suppose all our, all our thoughts are, are with him to pull through okay, and indeed. I mean as your last commentator was saying about um, first aid given to him at the club could have potentially saved his life if he's able to pull through it's incredible why everyone came together that night despite the chaos well, let's hope he does uh, pull through. Rebecca Black, uh, PA reporter, thank you very much indeed. Beforehand, uh, Tim Shields of Oma uh, Harriers, thank you both very much indeed. 